All right. Welcome to Let's there Talk Daily, the podcast. <laughs> it is an all brand new year, an all brand new year. Um, and 2021, we won. Right? I, saw that, I saw that on a commercial, so I don't know how, how lame that is, but I thought it was a really cool quote because I feel like after 2020 and the year that we had, we got to win after this. Um, I'm Mike. Okay. I'm Iria Tanay. And I'm Benny Bigavelli. And you are listening to the world's most fun podcast. I I would venture to say a very, very fine podcast. I'm looking at my team. 2021, we're LTV coast to coast. Atlanta, LA, New York. Everywhere y'all always like to go. So (laughs) Ain't that true. we're going to talk a little bit about some culture and music life as we do in every single episode. And I am going to stop presenting this screen. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, we want to start off today's episode with a few topics that have been heating up the culture. There's just been already so much going on already in 2021. And so we want to talk about it. So, First things first. Yeah. What we starting with, Mike? We starting with Lori Harvey mm. who is on everybody wish list. Shout out to Meek Mill. <laughs> Mine included. Mine included. Vinny, talk about Lori Harvey right now. What's going on? Uh, with her? Well, look. Lori Harvey is back in the headlines. Um, she's notorious for dating some big time men, some big fine men, okay? And she's dating another one right now, Michael B. Jordan. And I don't know, people can't stop talking about it. And so let me see, let me see. So we know that Lori Harvey has dated people like Future and Justin Combs and Diddy. And now she's dating Michael B. Jordan. And I just like, I don't know. I'm thinking, Pause. what is it about her that makes? Pause. You know we a Diddy podcast, but my thing is, <laughs> you just said Justin Combs and Diddy, like both the Combs, the son and the and the daddy. I mean, she got it like that. Apparently, she do the daddy, the daddy or the Diddy, <laughs> the daddy, the Diddy, the son. I don't even know which. I don't know which one is finer. I'm gonna just say. But anyway, what makes her such a catch? Let me know. Uh, I know she's a baddie. Let's start there. Honestly, I think it's an air of mystery about her. Like, people, I saw somebody tweet, um, y'all so obsessed with this girl, but she don't even talk. And I'm like, duh, that's her mystery. The The person that talks right. the most has the less leverage. You know, they have less leverage. But the person that doesn't really speak, you don't know where they're, how they're moving. You don't know where they're coming from. So I think it's an air of mystery about her. And then she just kind of, like, oozes luxury and sex mm-hmm. appeal without trying too much. So, I mean, yes, we're obsessed with her because we don't really know anything about her. So people can only speculate. I just want to know how she went from son to daddy because I'm trying, okay. trying to move like Lori. And both of in the family, okay? <laughs> you know what, Iria? You know, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think the one thing, one reason why we're all so obsessed with Lori Harvey Outside of the fact that, like you said, we don't know um, two cents about her, really. Uh-uh. But the thing about it is she's like she's a black heiress in the sense yes. of like a Kardashian mm-hmm. or a uh, Paris Hilton type of figure. Uh, her father or, or bonus father is Steve Harvey, yes, for God's sake. I mean, let's talk about Steve Harvey. Like, he is like, um, I'm sure, a multimillionaire, yeah. has been around for a long time, big heavyweight in Hollywood as mm-hmm. far as the comedy game is concerned and hosting and stuff. And so I think it's so fascinating for us to just see like um, a beautiful, she's beautiful. Let's just start there. Ten out rich. Of ten. Okay. 10 out of, yeah, uh, <laughs> rich black girl sort of doing her thing and like dating around. And I think like, first of all, I hope she... Well, I don't know what y'all thoughts are on this, but do y'all do y'all think that she'll ever go into like the reality show world? No, too. She's way too classy. Not to say that like mm-hmm. reality show world is trashy, but it is. But she's just way too classy for that, and it will also give up her air of mystery. That is, I was gonna say, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say like you just mentioned, we don't know much about her, and like to go on a reality show, it would it would turn into everything about her. Like, and I don't think I, it doesn't seem like that's what she wants at all. Oh, Lori Harvey <laughs> is big about, like, really fine. See me with my man. Right, she's like, I'm gonna see my man, see these vacation pictures, and you're gonna love them. Vinny Bigavelli and Iria, y'all know I've been so on my SAT words this year. So she has what I call a mystique. I'm gonna take your word, Iria, <laughs> and then combine it with something else. She really does. Like, she has something going that we just really don't. I, I don't know. She got some, I don't know if it's a wop. Excuse me, I ain't being disrespectful, but like I said. <laughs> It's a fascinating, so, so, Iria, I'm going to define mystique, my SAT word, a fascinating aura of mystery, awe around her, right? Like, she is, she's bombed. Is it, is it the baby hairs? That's what I want to know. Is it the <laughs> baby hairs? You know what? Hair? It might be. It might be. But you know what? I'm going I'm to do you one bigger than mystique. She is a hypergamous oh, woman. She's Ooh, a say it again. Come on. She is a hypergamous woman, meaning she she dates Mm -hmm. men that are of her social class or higher. Um, And Lori Harvey, of course, she she's beautiful. And, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the episode. But um, she's beautiful. Like that is her. Yeah. Her stick. I don't want to say that's her stick because that's it's not. But like the more Mm -hmm. beautiful you are, the more you can kind of navigate in different spaces. Also, Lori Harvey ain't out here hurting for nobody money. She's fine. Mm -hmm. She's good. But you know, when you're when you're that type of woman, you kind of can do what you want to do. It's pretty privilege. And you know, when Mm -hmm. people have a problem with pretty privilege, I'm like, don't blame me. Blame your gene pool. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Mike. You got it times two, Michael. pretty privileged times two. <laughs> Michael over Michael over there trying to get his next word to come back at you, area. But what you said <laughs> that's is, that's just, that's <laughs> SAT words in 2021. That's what we doing over here. Okay. You know, area, what, what you just said made me think about like it kind of just answered the next question that I had, sort of, because I was saying like people would say that. Like, you can't even say that she's a gold digger because, like no. you said, she's not worried about nobody's no. money or anything yeah. like that. So she is sort of dating men. Like, some people will say she's dating men for status, but I feel like the men are trying to date her for status now. Absolutely. Like, I... hmm Yes. I agree. This... You know. So do we expect, like, Michael B. Jordan's career to be booming? Is this about to help him? <sighs> I absolutely... Because no, he'd be the source of some social this. media jokes. Area. <laughs> <laughs> Aria and Vinny, I was just talking to um, our homegirl, you know our homegirl, Joe Love, who is seasoned by Joe. She and I were talking, and we both said that this is a big deal for Michael B. Jordan because he is the same as, like, a Will Smith, Denzel Washington. They keep him very squeaky clean for the most part. And it was finally time, if you think about Will Smith and Denzel, what is the first thing that you think of besides that they're – great actors that they have these beautiful wives and that they've had these beautiful families i mean look at denzel um his son is like john david washington um will smith Mm -hmm. has the whole all the whole kit and caboodle with with willow and and (laughs) Jaden. and so i think hollywood is like all right michael b it's time for you to uh make some uh clones you think that's and what it is? who better they're to so, do it with no this is my theory so y'all this is my theory okay, this is okay. my theory y'all Go ahead, baby. this is my theory who to do it better with than someone who is already a hollywood socialite who or not just socialite who is already hollywood royalty and somebody's dropped their gorgeous exactly so you know like i think it's helpful like then, you know, when Will Smith started having kids, he started putting the kids in the movies. I think that's what he's trying to do, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Hmm. I think I was a little bit surprised because, you know, how everybody was saying Michael B. Jordan don't be dating black women. And then he pop out with, like, yeah. the black woman. And I'm like, okay, I mm-hmm. see you. I see you. So I don't know if they, you know, owning, but I was like, okay, Michael B. Jordan popping out with a black woman. I'm here for it. But you know what I do want to okay. know, y'all? Because people Shout out have to a problem with women multi-dating. Um, I want to mm-hmm. know how Lori Harvey has been able to do that and nobody has anything, like, shitty to say about her. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, everybody is, None like, kind of her on. Yeah. 
I feel like that goes back to what we was kind of saying earlier, Area. Like, we don't know what kind of NDAs these guys have had to sign with her. Like, she looks like, to me, it seems like she puts the NDAs out. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like they don't run, like, First I feel day. like they don't run the show. You know, know what I'm saying? I feel like Michael B got to post her because she said so. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I real. think she definitely. Yeah, like, I think she's running it a lot more than what we think. And I think that's also why so many people or women and, and, and men as well, like, people have been going up for her. Like, she really owns, she owns her shit. Yeah. All right. But All right. with that being said, mm-hmm. shout out to Lori Harvey. Guys, I really am so sad to be saying this, but... Our favorite show on the whole wide world, well, my favorite show, Insecure, is ending. It will be ending after season five, which they're currently filming. And that will be the final season. I'm sorry, Eri, if I'm breaking this to you. But, you know, Insecure has just done so much for the culture. Issa Rae, shout out to her. Shout out to um, Tristan, who was on our show um, last season. Um, mm-hmm. We really, really love Insecure. Yeah, I love Insecure so much that I was in Harlem and I was having brunch and I just randomly started talking to this woman. And I don't know what the Insecure, uh, what they call it, like angels put around me. But <laughs> I literally met Issa Rae's hairstylist at brunch in Harlem. Really? And she and I are like, yeah, she and I are like Instagram friends. So that's just how invested I am in the show. And you know, I really, really am sad to see it go. But my question for mm-hmm. y'all is, what has Insecure done for the culture as it's been on for many, many seasons? Uh, I, I'll start. When I The first thing I think about is the music, of course. You know, I love music. I was going to say that. I think, oh, <laughs> Girl, that's why I had to say it before you, before you took it, girl. I knew, I knew. But like, we got so much good music from Insecure, so much to the point where I have downloaded, like, or streamed, or whatever you call it in 2021, like, the whole soundtrack for seasons. Because I remember the first season soundtrack was so good. The second season had such a great soundtrack, too. So I love the music that we get from Insecure. Um, mm-hmm. you can back me up, or I can name another one. I mean, you can definitely <laughs> name another one if you want to. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like another thing they've done for the culture is really, like, bring back L.A. in a way. Like, you mm. know, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's centered in L.A. And not just, not just, like, the L.A. that we see all the time, but in Inglewood mm-hmm. and Compton and stuff like that. And I really like to see those neighborhoods in a different light on TV compared to what we're used to from, like, the 90s and Venice uh, mm. yes. to Society and Poison the Hood mm-hmm. and stuff like yes. that. Like, I love the way Issa Rae has shown us those black parts of LA for sure. And see, I feel like outside of the actual show, Issa Rae with her career has kind of embodied what it's like to bet on yourself. Like this woman yeah. literally went from awkward black girl to insecure. And I, I personally am not familiar with if, with any work she did in between, if there is any work in between, it just feels like she went from YouTube to being to producing literally and i just feel like she kind of said hey this is possible you can do this bet on yourself continue writing continue acting directing whatever the case may be because you can get this huge deal with hbo and like insecure hbo to have insecure like is a gem and i really truly hope that they know that Mm-hmm. Like this has, I was I, I thinking mean, that too. Yeah, this has been like in about five years. Issa yes. has gone into to being a household name. Like it's crazy. Yes, yes. And I hope Insecure knows that because the Negroes go up. Okay. Okay. A hundred thousand percent. You know, um, you know, hearing you guys talk about uh, Insecure and like the impact that it's had has also made me think about sort of the stars that it's sort of bred from that show. Like, we would have never known who Yvonne Orji was, uh, Jay Ellis, you know, and and countless other people. Like, it's definitely a show that is for our generation and has bred, like, stars of our generation, like Tristan, who was Thug Yoda, who was, like I said, was on our show last season. Go back and listen if you ain't listened to that episode. <laughs> um, uh-huh. he, was the gang, he was the gang member neighbor, um, you know, thinking about even Issa and, like, her relationships, all of the men that were on the show. 
um, mm-hmm. like TSA Bay, uh, Nathan, mm-hmm. Lawrence. I mentioned some of these guys, Daniel. Like all of these actors, you don't, all now these that, characters oh. are iconic. Sorry, go ahead, Benny. No, my bad. I was just gonna say that, like, and now that it's ending, it's interesting to see where we'll see them more. Like mm-hmm. now that they, their schedules yeah. are free for some other oh, things, yeah. because Issa Rae has. Easter yeah. has a lot of things planned. And, you know, if we know anything about her, she's going to go in her backpack and use the people that she got and keep putting her people Not on. the backpack. So, so don't say bye to TSA mm-hmm. Bay yet. Don't say bye to Nathan yet. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, do love how she put everybody on. I really, really do. For sure. I feel like the future for them, just to sort of think about your question or, or thought many about, like, where will we see them end up next? I think we'll start seeing them all more in films. Like, Mm. They're all very cinematic type of actors and actresses. So hopefully we start seeing like Jay Ellis getting some leading roles. Issa has already started putting herself out there in more uh, film roles, more romantic comedies and stuff like that. So, I, I mean, I just think it's overall like while it's a it's sad that it's ending, I think that we will start to see more content like that. I was trying to look up a show that's supposed to be starting on Stars. Mm. that reminded me of Insecure a little bit. I, I can't find the name of it, but it's based in Harlem. Um, and it's supposed to be, gosh, I can't even think of the show. Um, but anyway, it's going to, um, it's called Run the World and it's going to star, uh, it's going to star some uh, really dope actors and actresses. Um, and it's going to be based in New York. It's filming in Harlem right now. And it's about Black women and their love letter to Harlem. So I feel like it's going to be like a similar type of like insecure type of show. So keep an eye on that. And, you know, we always like to give y'all like what's next. So I definitely think that's something to keep an eye out for uh, in 2021 as Insecure is ending. And y'all know one last thing. I really love when shows show Black people just blacking. Like being blackity black. I enjoyed Issa and all of them wear like do rags and scarves at night. Like when I think Issa and um TSA Bay was having sex, like you saw a condom. Not to say that's blackity black, but it's showing like safe sex. Mm-hmm. I just like when mm-hmm. when shows and movies depict realness. Like you're not about to see no exactly. black woman go to sleep without a scarf on. Like stop playing me. Mm-hmm. Like do that. Show mm-hmm. us being like real black. And I just think Issa Rae was very intentional about showing Black people. And, you know, all of them were pretty, um, I don't want to say, like, they were well off. But Molly was a was an attorney. Her bae was in the industry. Lawrence was, you know, up and up in tech. And I just feel like it showed the array of the Black millennial. And I really enjoyed yeah. that because I think as a black millennial we really are out here popping like in my opinion we about mm-hmm, to save yep. the world so y'all really need to put yeah. some respect on our names because millennials about to be out here but anyways i just love how Issa really was intentional about showing black people blacking a hundred percent and thinking about black people saving the world once again Think about how Georgia and so many states like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. we talked about this um, at some of our last episodes of last year, who made sure that they rocked the vote and got Kamala and Joe in office. Um, but what we're dealing with right now going into 2021 is an impeachment and an inauguration. Wow. We're deal- dealing with some more impeachment tea. Um, Trump is out, <laughs> you know. A majority of the United States House of Reps, including uh, 10 Republicans, voted to impeach impeachment team. Y'all, I'm going to drink some water to that. I ain't got no, I'm not drinking no liquor today, but I'm going to have a sip. I'm done. Dude got to go. Trump, <laughs> dude got to go. He, they cited <laughs> that he was impeached because that's uh, Kamala's word. He was impeached <laughs> due to inciting insurrection. Now, don't get that confused with the other word, but insur- <laughs> yes, in- insurrection, what does that even mean? Like, that's crazy. Like, riot- <laughs> riots were going on. People were people were killed during that day. It was something that we had never seen before. And quite frankly, what a way to kick off 2021. Wow. Um, right. Subsequently, Trump was banned from social media. He's still banned. I mean... I- Y'all, it's too much to even talk about, but we got to talk about it because in the parallel 
since we've got history that's about to be made with her, Kam- uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, excuse me, mm-hmm. about to go in office. Mm-hmm. And then we've got these weird, like, riots going on at the Capitol near the White House. What is What the heck is going on? So I know we, you know, on our SAT. So one word that I mm-hmm. love, and I will, I'll say, I ain't know the word before, but a coup. I, and it's spelled C-O-U-P. Cool. I had never heard yes. of coup before. Which a coup is a coup. No, it's a, a coup set of violence, <laughs> an illegal seizure of power from the government. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. happened at the Capitol. And, you know, People like to say, like, this is not America. This We haven't seen this before, but we have. We saw it when yeah. um, we saw it after Brown versus Board of Education, when the school systems mm. were integrated. We saw it when a six-year-old little black girl integrated a black school. And I'm referring to Ruby Bridges. If you've never heard of her, please yeah. Google her. Um, you, you had people's parents outside the school saying terrible things to a six-year-old. Um, and, and they were violently protesting. So we've seen this before. Honestly, I knew this was going to happen after um, Joe Biden and Kamala won the um, candidacy. I Or not the candidate. Well, yeah, whatever. I knew it was going to happen. I just Mm -hmm. didn't think that it would take so long. I thought it would happen when they announced that they were going to be the president and vice president. Um, So I wasn't surprised at all. And I saw something that said that um, what's happening in America is not ghetto because the ghetto is fun and you get fish fry plates. What's going on in the trailer park? And I absolutely agree. It's not ghetto. The ghetto is fun. You know, you get fed, you see family. Okay. No, this is trailer park. Hello? It's a mess. We don't have Shout no parts in this. Mm-mm. Exactly. You know, I think what makes, hey, it, I, makes it so... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Benny. Sorry. I was just going to say, my opinion is they're terrorists and they all need to be locked under the jail ASAP. Absolutely. And I don't know why it took them so long. <laughs> to even arrest these people. Don't try to go look for them after the fact. No, arrest they behind right down the steps. And that video uh-huh. of the police officer helping that lady down the steps, I wanted to kick him and her down the steps. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. To, 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 to back up you guys' points, there apparently is an investigation going on where they're trying to figure out if this was an inside job. Like, did people Absolutely. in the House of Representatives or Senate or... Uh, Capitol Police, whoever, did they know that this was going to happen? And that's what they have to try to prove. And one reason why Trump was impeached, because he was the one who incited it, but also we want to know who also helped organize this. And so it's really, really crazy. But on a whole, that would shake me me too. I mean, it's crazy. So the thing is, Nancy Pelosi is not going to let this rest. Even when Biden is inaugurated, I think they're still going to do like investigations on this. Shout out to Nancy. So Kamala mm-hmm. is going to and make now Kamala, you know Kamala ain't gonna let it rest. We talking about that. you know she not. <laughs> you know she not. She about to make history on January twentieth as the first female vice president, black female vice president, South Asian woman vice president, all those different things. And so okay, and I think it's really president. important. HBCU grad vice president. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's important to highlight the history that she's making. um, The her story. I know some people say that. But anyway, um, I just want to give her her props. And I'm giving her the Shine a Light Award this week for, you know, really making sure that history is being made and doing it for the culture. Um, I heard J-Lo and Lady Gaga are performing at the inauguration. But um, why? No what was the reason? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can see, I mean, I see Lady well, Gaga. She got some, she got some yes. pipes on her. Yeah, when I, I heard Lady Gaga. Gaga, I was like, that would be good. But I'm like, the J-Lo effect now? I don't know where that came in. <laughs> I only want to see J-Lo in a sparkly outfit and giving me some choreography. That's what I want to see. I She could give me a vocal track not to not no shade no tea but i love j-lo for her okay. choreography and that body okay mm-hmm. agree so the tea well, is well, i don't maybe I she about to turn it up she's uh, to she might send if she exactly. starts shaking that ass i'm here for it it's like, she it's might like let's get loud <laughs> let's get loud let's get loud that anyway, would be fun shout out to- 
Wood. Shout out to J-Lo. Listen, you're listening to Let's Talk Daily, the podcast, um, and we're going to talk music and life when we come right back. Welcome back to Let's Talk Daily. Now, we are going to jump right into our music seg- segment. And, you know, this is usually my segment, but I want to pass it to Iria right now because I know that she's been working out and getting that body right for 2021 and all that. And so I needed to know, like, what music you'd be listening to when you work out because I'm trying to put my workout playlist together, basically. Okay. Okay, because I need to know. <laughs> Okay, so yes, I am really into working out, and I realize that the best time for me to work out is early in the morning, so I'm like up at like five or six um, to go to the gym, and during that time in the morning, like, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I'm not always wanting to be in that beat, but I get up and I try yeah. so obviously different music gives you like a different feel for what you need to be in, the mood you need to be in, so I personally listen to different types of music on different days so i spread my workouts out on different days on legs i do one day monday and thursday and arms chest and back and stuff like that i do on other days so if it's a leg day and i'm lifting heavy and i need to get that weight up i'm gonna listen to something that i can shake my ass to i'm gonna listen to something that i Mm. that makes me feel like a beast that makes me feel like i can go like i don't know conquer the world so right i feel like I feel like, and it's also, you know, you're mm-hmm. working on that donk. So you got to exactly. have the booty shaking music. <laughs> I need to picture my butt growing. I need to picture myself fine, fine. I even picture myself on a beach, like, twerking right. with this song. Like, I'm I'm crazy. And I tell myself, like, I encourage myself. But by encouraging myself, I often say, like, you know, do you want to be a bad bitch or do you want to be mediocre? What do you want to be? So anyway, so, of course. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, Anything that is mulatto, Ken the Man, of course Beyonce. Yes. Um, but I also yes, like man. I also like like disrespectful music, like Hit 'em Up by Tupac. <laughs> I oh my love okay. Tupac. <laughs> I'm going to max. I out gotta go on. listen to that. Yes, you do. I'm gonna max out to that song because it gets oh no, that is a good one. Back that ass up mm-hmm. by Juvenile. Try that if you're doing mountain climbers, because period, you're you're gonna mm-hmm. get that's it. It's the best. Michael's taking the Back that thing up. Back that thing up. That ain't better than I listen to, but. <laughs> you know, you know, this is random, but when I was a little kid, I asked my mom's friend, what does back that thing up mean? Because, like, that's the song that was always playing. And he told me it means to, like, back your car up, like, to oh. reverse your car. <laughs> Shout out to him for saving your innocence. I love it. Look, kids. Right. Be- but you know what, y'all, for, for like an arm day, I'm going to go a little bit more vibey because I need to make sure that my form is good and that my form is mm-hmm. right. So, you know, I'm going to listen so to real. Like, it is like a Janae or mm-hmm. a Summer. Um, I listen to maybe some upbeat rap, like a Backseat by Roddy Rich or something like that. I like Lil Durk, yeah. too, because he tells like a story in his raps. Um, but yeah, I like something a little bit more by being slowed down because if I listen to some twerk music on arm day, I'm gonna be throwing dumbbells everywhere. <laughs> Shout out to the when song. I was working out consistently. <laughs> I was like, I was very much a hype music in the gym type yes. of person. Like, I love to listen to Six Nine in the gym just because what? I feel like it's, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like it's the Bitty, vroom, 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 right. Sorry. <laughs> but of course I'm good for Nicki Minaj on my playlist too because she's gonna make me hype always. Yes. Um yeah. Yes. What are you listening to when you do yoga? Oh well now yoga that's gonna give Sade definitely. Okay. Um let me see. I try I try to listen to music without lyrics when I'm doing yoga because I will get caught up in the song. But sometimes a good slow chill song will work for me. Like definitely a Sade moment. Got it. Have you ever um you know, those those trap yoga classes? No. Yes, okay, so sounds like an Atlanta thing. Sounds Atlanta. Okay, it might be, but like this lady, I know she was doing like a tour and she did trap yoga. I personally couldn't do that because I'm that sounds kind of cool. I'm gonna be twerking mm-hmm. the whole class. I'm I can't do that. I'm not gonna be no types right. of center. I can't imagine, but but I remember one time I was in yoga and like this is not a song I would typically listen to on my own during yoga, but they played Outstanding by the Gap Band. <laughs> and it was just like, 
I mean, I love the song, but I would never think yeah. to do yoga to it. But it really was like good for the moment. I was like, whoa, this is a good yoga song. I can see that as a really feel good, like, yeah, maybe yeah. even out of Mm-hmm. Okay, but what are people that know? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, baby. No, I was just gonna add. People that don't be know, I love the um the bike. I can't I can't go to spin class because of COVID. But um something I like to listen to when I'm on the bike, like by myself, is Rick Ross. I think that is like such a boss like playlist to listen to when you're like working out. So that's just me. I agree. I think his like oh will get me going. Ugh. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I did take a spin class and there was a cue in my class and he kept barking and throwing oh. up hooks the entire <laughs> class. I'm not oh my goodness. Lie, y'all. That kept me going. Ooh. Every time he barked, that kept me going. Shout out that to is him. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, beyond that, what are y'all listening to right now? Like, what could the listeners listen to or put on their playlist? Because I know for me, so I've had. I've had. Um, Charlotte Day Wilson, Take Care of You on repeat. Like, I found her the other day and I have not stopped listening to it. Also, JoJo Comeback is very sexy. Mm. Um, the mm-hmm. remix has Tori Lane's on it. You know, we ain't. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And then Mile High by Travis Scott and uh, James Blake. I love James Blake and I've loved him for a while. So He's great. Love that song. And then Erica Allen Kane. Oh my God. Her voice. Mm. And Yebba. I've revisited some of Yebba's music. I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's yeah, really dope. a lot of good tracks. I'm definitely going to add some of those. That JoJo song I have to check out because I love a, a good JoJo song. Love her. I feel like I have. I think some, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know, I know Jasmine Sullivan just put out her album and I cannot stop yes. playing Put It Down. Yes, yes, yes. But that is my song. I'm not gonna lie. I've also <laughs> been listening to price tags from that album. Period. And um because I love Anderson Pack. Um Aria, you mentioned like revisiting an artist and DHL by Frank Ocean. I don't know why that has come back into my playlist. I, it was a song I was very heavy on like in like 2019 or whatever when it dropped, but it's back in my rotation. And I discovered a new song called Lil Mama by Low Village and Dirty Shafi or Dirty Shafi. I don't know how to say it, but it's a bop. I promise you, if you go play it, you're going to be, you're going to press add. I'm into it. Yes, it might be, it might be a workout song too, actually. Mm, well, I'm really into it. Um, An artist that I really, really like, enjoy um, always is Kate Donata. Like, I really love oh. his, like, Yes. I love his music and he came out with like an album last year but like he then came out recently with like the instrumentals to that album and that is just really? like that's been something I've been listening to yeah it's really dope I love that. and also um, and I know we took him I know, I know we're not talking about the Grammys today but he is Grammy nominated now shout out to Kate Trinata oh my gosh shout out Word. You've been putting it and shout out to Megan. I've been listening to her good news album, like just randomly, like putting that one on. Um, so you know, like just listening to like some hot stuff, but also like y'all said, revisiting some of my favorite artists, you know, especially kicking off the year. I mm-hmm. think it's like always fun too. And shout out to Shaka Khan. I've been getting into her, y'all. Y'all need to get into okay. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Wait, you mean you've been getting into Shaka Khan lately, or you no, like I I was Yes, Iria, sorry. I was a Shaka Khan fan, but I've really recently just got really into her. Especially her, she was in a band called Rufus, if y'all don't know, giving y'all a history yeah. lesson. Come on. And that, oh, that is know. some good funk soul music. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he getting into the, into the B-sides. Okay, I hear that. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm into it. I'm into it. Are we ready? Yes. Transition into life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, LTD family, y'all, I really was trying to think of another way to bring in this new year and new season. I really didn't want it to be like a new year, new me type of thing because new year but improved me is what I like to say. Um, so this year, I really was trying to figure out, okay, like how can I be the best me possible? And I realized that, like, the Everything that I do, I need to do it with some type of purpose. So this year's theme or word is intention. 
last year's word was discipline. And um, mm-hmm. that really stuck with me. And that's why I'm continuing to like get up at 5 a.m. and things like that. But this year, the word is intention. Everything that I do from here on out needs to be done with intention. Like, what does that word kind of mean mm-hmm. to y'all? Not to not to teacher y'all, but like, what does that word mean to you? What kind of like feeling does that invoke in you? When I think about intention, I think about, of course, like, like you mentioned in our group chat, laser focus, like, you know, tunnel vision, eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. That's what I think yeah. of when I think about intention. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. true. Mike? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think overall, when I think of that word, I think making sure that you're sort of, you know, intention, intentional. I know that's something people talk of, like, say as well, like, are who... What are you trying to represent with what you're putting out there? Like, are you are you coming at it with like like we're saying intentions? Like, what are your intentions? How are you putting forth or or going about um, your goals? And 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 do you feel like you are putting a hundred percent behind it? Mm-hmm. I think like I mean you know. So yeah. I, I think that's what I think about when I think about intention. No, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad that you said that because one thing that I tell myself when I'm working out, when I have like a goal to accomplish, I ask myself, how bad do you want it? If you don't want it that bad, then okay, procrastinate. But if you want it bad, then mm-hmm. what do you get it? How intentional are you going to be to make sure you get to where you need to go? And one thing that I had to yes. be intentional about is really letting go things that no longer served me. And I know that that's such a hot button, like, let go of things mm-hmm. that no longer serve you. But I yeah. really did. Like, I, I realized that I had a mentality of lack, and that's in money. That's mm. in good good people to date. That's in love. Um, I mm. started settling for second best because I felt like I couldn't get what I really wanted. I let that shit go. Mm-hmm. Doubting myself, okay. let it go. Um, I also wasn't chasing my dream of being a commercial model. Had to let that go because that was not serving Cut me. That I was tired of seeing mm-hmm. other people blocking your own blessing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And also, like being emotionally unavailable, y'all. I had to let that go. It wasn't serving me. Like I kept telling myself that mm-hmm. I wanted love, but how you gonna do that? And you won't even let nobody in. That mm-hmm. that's so true so true you know we were talking about yoga and i always remember that um i had a yoga instructor one time who one of the like mantras or whatever that she said was let go of anything you don't need and it's just like <laughs> so simple but it's really true like you don't need that why do you have it why are you holding on to that and, and i've never forgotten that and i've i think i've also been doing shadow work which is like kind of looking at yourself and figuring out okay what are the ugly parts mm. of my how can I let that go and then heal? Mm-hmm. And I realized that there were a lot of things that I was doing that were very detrimental to who I could ha- could become. So I had to let mm. all of that go and realize that, mm. okay, those bad habits got me to be the woman that I am now. So thank you, old exactly. for getting me to this point. But that's raggedy now. And she got to go. <laughs> <laughs> when you know better, you do better. When you know better, you do okay. better. Exactly. So what kind of standards are like, are y'all holding yourself to this year or in this stage in your life, this part of your journey? What kind of standards are you holding yourself to to make sure you get to where you need to be? I think for me, one of the things that I'm holding myself to is just you know, I'm, I'm going to be um, a certain age this year, I won't say, but um, 22. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, like, I think that I have a lot more, uh, you know, like when you talk about goals and standards, there's a lot more that you have to sort of like for yourself, not for anyone else, live up to, you know, and, and things that you want to accomplish. And so I liked how you said, area where you're like, you know what, I'm going to stop blocking myself from my blessings I'm going to be a commercial model or whatever that looks like like you know putting me first you know and and in the most uh sincere way you know making sure that I'm I'm you know taking care of my health taking care of my mental health um so that I can show up and be present for other people because I know that I think something that we don't realize being like young black millennials 
um, is that we're leaders, you know, and like so many people look up to us. And then it's like, if you're not taking care of yourself as a leader, then you can't help lead other people uh, around you. So I think that's something that um, I'm striving toward. That's another SAT word. So am I there yet? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm striving toward it. Okay. No, but that's, yeah, that's the standards that I'm setting for myself this year. I love that. I love that. Yes. I mean, I just want to continue to work hard to chase my dreams. Like, Iria, I love that you said it's not New Year, New Me, because it's really not. And I posted on social media this year, it's not New Year, New Me. It's like a continuation of the person you were always meant to be. So I just want to literally get better. And it is another cliche that everything you have gone through made you who you are, but it's so true. And I just want to like use mm-hmm. all of that as leverage for my new self. I really do believe that moving to LA has changed my life and will continue to do so. I just feel more happy and productive under the sun all day long. And yeah. so like, mm-hmm. I'm excited to, you know, energy is transferable. So I'm literally trying to transfer that new energy That's that true. I have every day into, into some more ventures and leveling up in my um, professional career because I'm chasing the bag, you know. Period, really. <laughs> Period. I, I just wanted to, I want to shift just a little bit area because something you said was making me think about, um, like, <clears throat> about being grateful. Like, just, like you said, thank you, old area or whatever. And I think that in 2021, something I have been doing is really taking time to think about what I'm grateful for because so mm-hmm. often I wake up and I'm just already complaining <laughs> and mm-hmm. you really make yourself feel much better and you set yourself up for success when you start your day off by thinking about what you're happy about like you didn't yeah. even have to wake up or you could have woke up and for some reason had no feeling on the right side of your body type of Oof. thing so oh. as soon as I wake oh, up I'm, Jesus. I'm already thinking about what I'm happy about and that has been like setting the day for my for my life so I'm not really big on um New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. But that is definitely something I have put into practice this year for sure. So show yourself some gratitude, y'all. And you know what? I, yes, because I have had to even show myself gratitude with my body because I have a certain mm. what I want my body to look like. But I'm like, girl, your body mm-hmm. done carried you through a whole Pizza Hut. Like, you okay. are still alive <laughs> and healthy during this pandemonium you'll be fine um but when i wake up i've made a habit of when i first open my eyes not checking my emails or instagram or text i talk to god Mm. whoever that god is Mm -hmm. for you higher power the universe whatever but i say you know thank you lord for waking me up thank you for my my body working thank you for breathing thank you for keeping me healthy my family healthy i just i run down of all the things that i'm grateful for because Mm -hmm. i just want to let the god that i serve know that I'm Mm -hmm. grateful um and anything can be taken away from you at the drop of a dime Mm. I just want you to know if y'all never do nothing for me no more I'm as good okay no for real that (laughs) really resonates with me because I feel like it's like a big thing right now it's like with everything going on a pandemic or a pandemonium or whatever like we have to have we have to have gratitude I I said I, I made December a December of gratitude going into December. But you know what, Iria? I like that you're taking this into 2021. Let's take gratitude into 2021. Be be grateful for the things that you have. Like, like you said, we you could look up and it could be all gone. You know what I'm saying? Literally after um, the year we all just went through, now it's so important to be grateful. Okay. Yeah. Cause Vinny, I have a question for you. Oh, you want to know so, about the money? <laughs> yeah. Even so you about, money. about getting a bag. Can you just talk to us a little bit about your investment journey and what you've been doing in 2021 oh. and and that sort of deal? Now, you know I'm excited to talk about this, okay? During my little uh, winter vacations, during the holiday season, you know, I started to get into investing. And I feel like investing mm-hmm. is something that, like I, like a lot of people have been putting off for a very long time. Like people always say, I'm going to invest. I'm going to buy me some stocks. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. 
And as the new year was approaching, I was like, you know, this is a perfect time for me to start something new and start this. So I had begun to look into a lot of investing videos on YouTube. I also subscribed and paid for this investing course online. Mm -hmm. And I started Mm -hmm. to learn about investing. So through the Robinhood app, I'm now... Uh, making some money, y'all, and supporting some companies and some businesses. And it's something that I'm really excited about. And I would definitely implore people to look into for real, because it's, you know, it's truly a way of making additional income. It's a way of saving Mm -hmm. income. And like, I find that like I'm very interested in business now. Like it's it's crazy how you really get invested in a business when you're literally investing in it. So I'm like following wow. companies and what they're doing and really hoping some of them turn out to be like Tesla and make me a, a millionaire in a few years, y'all. <laughs> now that's really good. What what, what's the key for this for this decade? Generational wealth. That's what there I'm trying to build. Get it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so I actually have some monies in um, the stock exchange or stock market as well. I am not trading. Yeah. I am um, doing going the long-term route. Um, so right now I have my money in, like, I think communications, which is, I mean, we always need that, I guess. But I am looking to diversify my portfolio a little bit more. Yeah. I am not with Robinhood. I, ha- I opened a brokerage account, I think, in April. I don't want to say the name unless they want to pay us. Um, Thank you. I'm so glad that you're talking about this because a lot of people are really uh, intimidated by the whole process mm-hmm. of investing, mm-hmm. and they don't know it's really. I mean, you can get you can get stocks it's at so simple. cents on the dollar, or you can mm-hmm. get. I mean, you can some some shares could be like three hundred thousand dollars, like um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, Amazon. I think Berkshire, whatever A or B, those are really expensive, but. People should, you just got to jump in um, and learn as you go because it really isn't yeah. daunting as you think it is. It, I feel like it's, I've learned that it's like, it's really is not that uh, complex. It's just something that we are not really taught and it, you're just taught to believe that it is complex. So it is a little intimidating, mm-hmm. but um, I actually did start to trade a little bit. I have been experimenting with trading for the last two weeks and mm-hmm. making a little bit, little mm-hmm. returns. Okay. Returns, I like it. I definitely like like I'd be uh, on my computer for work and then I have my personal computer up, just watching the numbers go all day long. Like it's crazy. I see how people truly make a lot of money off of this. And I also have some stocks that I'm holding on to for the long term. But my portfolio area is more like I've been investing in weed because we're moving towards Absolutely. federalization of marijuana. So I'm putting my money there. I also invest in renewable energy sources like green mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. and electric vehicle makers, um, a lot of growing industries. So, you know, if you want to diversify, right. those those are some industries for the future, for sure. I'm glad that you said that because cannabis is popping right now. Um, and when I was yeah. working at a particular firm, they did a lot with um, some cannabis organizations and kind of being firsthand, sitting in those conversations about it. I was just like, okay, like this is really about to fly in the next couple of For years. Sure. Um, as soon mm-hmm. as people like really conservative mm-hmm. states get off of this whole holier than thou kick, um, cannabis mm-hmm. is about to be everywhere. And I'm honestly really excited yeah. about it because cannabis does a lot of good for people, especially kids with like epilepsy or different types of ailments. Um, so yeah, they need to go ahead and make that make that legal. So I'm going to sure. mm-hmm. get let me uh, yeah. put some money in my brokerage account. I might text you offline with the one I'm <laughs> investing in, but this one that I'm I'm looking at, they really are just they once America federalizes it or legalizes it, they will become the biggest company in the world for it. So you need to back it because we it's happening soon. I literally I just got paid and yeah. I put a certain amount of money in my brokerage account, but I'm sitting on it because I don't know where exactly to put it yet. I have an ETF in in mind right now. But mm-hmm. I okay. I wanted to put it somewhere else. And remember, the LTD family, like your money is not making you any money sitting in an account. You save right. for three to six months of savings. And I am by no means a financial advisor, but your money is not growing in a savings account. You need to make your money work for you. Money is a tool to get right. you where you need to be. Okay. 
Now go do your own. And research. that's how I've been looking. I've been looking at my portfolio like, yo, this is really a, a whole separate savings account. Like yeah. my bank account might say one thing, but my portfolio say I own so many stocks that I could just sell today if I had to. Exactly. Like, exactly. Wow. I've been telling Vinny, you gotta teach me this. I gotta learn. I wanna learn. <laughs> you gotta we got you gotta set up a Zoom call for my Forex conversation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I became a Forex nigga, y'all. Yes. And you know, also some people like say it's like gambling, and I don't know if I want to say that, but I will say that I do like to gamble and I feel like like or not not that using stocks is gambling, but trading the stocks really is like gambling. And so I do like to gamble a little bit. So that's why I feel like I'm willing to risk it in trading. And I I also feel Thank like you. trading is a little more profitable <laughs> than gambling. So so like I feel a little safer with, with that. Yeah, For I now, wouldn't please. say I, I feel like if you say that it's like gambling, you don't really know what you're doing because trading, you're looking right. at where the market is. You're also looking at um what the company CEO is doing. Like if the company CEO was exactly. bought a candle, you know you probably should get out of that. Or exactly. So it's not gambling. Toilet, it's not gambling. You're making you're honestly it's com not common sense. It's critical thinking because you have to pay attention mm -hmm. to what's going on around you. You have to pay attention to what's going on in that company now and in the past. So nah, I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's. No, yes, you gotta do your research. You know, I'm gonna share one more story, then we can move on. So I was just trading, um, with Wells Fargo for the past week. Ooh. I don't know if we're supposed to be saying all these names, but they were set to re report their earnings, right? And so I was like, ooh, I'm ready. And there were some predictions that it was gonna go up. Some people said it was gonna go a little bit down or whatever. So I was trading with them, and it was booming the day before they released. And literally the morning they released, it was they released a bigger, um decline than people expected and everybody started pulling their money out and my trade sank and i was just like oh mm. my goodness but that's why you got to be informed that's that's you why if you're just putting your money mm -hmm. behind some company mm -hmm. that you don't even know it can be gambling but if you're doing the research if you're looking at the trends it's really not gambling it's very predictable or it can be mm. okay. all right and now we are going to segue a little bit um into kind of just being more intentional so we've talked about being intentional with our shadow work with who we are as a person with our money and our finances because spending money willy-nilly not knowing where it's going is trash mm -hmm. we did that in 2020 mm -hmm. and this year i'm gonna get a little personal with y'all because lcd family y'all know i love y'all and i'll be telling y'all a little smidge bit of my business but this oh. year i said that i would like to open my heart up for love I was going to be more intentional mm -hmm. about um, just being more open to to love and loving other people. So one thing that I am doing is stepping into my more feminine energy and feminine, mm -hmm. femininity and masculinity are not synonymous to a sex or a gender. OK, you can be a masculine presenting yes. woman. You can be a feminine presenting woman. You can be a masculine mm -hmm. man, you can be a feminine man. It's not it's not tied to a gender or a sex. So um, I do I identify as a feminine woman. My pronouns are she, her, or they. I don't care. Um, but yeah, just I really I really wanted to step into my femininity and feminine energy. For for those of you that don't know, is the being energy, and masculine energy is the doing energy. So when you're in the being energy, which is the feminine energy. Mm -hmm you are in a more receptive mode and you're allowing the masculine energy partner to kind of just, I don't want to say take control, do. but the do. Yeah. And you just, you just kind of mm -hmm. sit back and you be, be whoever you are, you know, be receptive. If that person wants to do for you, they say, thank you. Mm -hmm. Show gratitude, show appreciation. Mm -hmm. You don't all the time need to be in control. Um, if you're with somebody mm -hmm. that you trust them to be in control and you trust them to kind of just take the wheel a little bit, relax and let them mm -hmm. do that. You have mm -hmm. to, a lot of people might think of this as, giving up your power and your control, you actually have to be very empowered to be able to do this and, and really relax into your feminine energy. And it, it takes a lot of control and power to do that because some of us aren't really used to having a masculine energy around us that we can trust, but you have to mm -hmm. know, okay, when you can kind of step in and take things and when it's okay to just say, you know what, I'm just going to be, I'm going to step aside and see how you do this. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I'm doing. And I've really enjoyed stepping into my feminine energy. I'm relaxed. 
I'm less of a control freak. That was often the critique that I got from a lot of my friends. Wow. Um, so I have a question, Aria. It, mm-hmm. Are the are are the energies fluid? Can you find yourself in some doing masculine energy at some points? Absolutely. So in your professional career, you could be more masculine in your professional career. Say if you are a I mean, it's it's really different because even if you're a feminine woman, you can feel like if you work in business, you can feel like if you work around a lot of men, you have to come in more masculine. But also what I'm seeing mm-hmm. is you can use your femininity as a power to kind of shift the energy in a dynamic like that. Like if there are a bunch yeah, of men, you know, having a pen mm-hmm. figure out who's the more masculine, if you come in more feminine and you're being, and you're kind of trying, you're hearing everybody out and you kind of come in as a balance that works in your favor. I will say yeah. that sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more masculine in, in the gym, which sounds crazy, or I might be a little <laughs> more masculine in yeah. just other space. It can definitely be fluid, but I choose to be feminine in my love life. I choose that energy. In my love life. Um, same, same. Yes, and it just, I'm just, it, I'm just whatever be. feels good to you. I'm like, you can very much command this ship if I trust you. <laughs> yes. But the thing is, like, you also, as the feminine energy, you set the tone for everything. Okay. There, just like we were talking about Lori Harvey, she oozes feminine energy. See? But you still feel a certain power yeah. from her. She don't talk a yeah. lot. But when she does, I bet you listen. Mm-hmm. Right. If she went on live right now, everybody will go click it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure in the relationships, she sets the tone. Whatever she says goes, and whatever she say is a no no is a no no. Um, because mm-hmm. she's very confident. Very. Um, I mean, really, it's confident. Confidence is the name of the game, and just being. Just being. Yeah. But and yeah. one reason why I realized that I had to kind of give into this energy is because I was trying to be a savage out here. Like everybody won't be a savage, but that wasn't really agreeing with me and who I am as a person. I am a cancer. So I'm naturally more sensitive and nurturing. <laughs> and I realized that trying to be a savage and trying to be hard, it wasn't really working for me. So I had to figure out something else. And then when I found this journey to femininity and hypergamous dating, um, it really kind of changed my life innocence like I can even feel myself soften around men um and I've learned mm-hmm. how to get things and I don't want to say this in the wrong way like I'm getting things from men but if I need something I've figured out different ways to talk to men to tap into my feminine energy to get it whether it's opening a jar for me saying and rather oh Erie would have said hey man can you open this for me but new areas like oh my gosh like this is really tough i would really appreciate you using your strong arms to open this for me just playing into the male ego or like the more masculine ego you could get yes, anything damsel. you want <laughs> yeah. oh we know we know yes you could get anything <laughs> you want. and recently i found out that my my archetype my feminine energy archetype is the siren which for those of you that that don't know nice. there are 13 archetypes and I found out that I'm the siren, which is slick, kind of like the sex kitten of the archetypes. And I think that's really that's interesting. That's what it's giving me right now. Because um, I'm a Southern woman. And like in the South, they kind of teach women to be a little bit less sexual. If that, mm-hmm. like you're, you're really not able to like take your sexuality into your own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a me, Southern belle, you know? Yeah. That's what you have to be. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just what I've been doing, y'all. And okay, listeners. Wait, so sorry, wait. No, no, go ahead. So were you saying that you were you saying that you were surprised to find out you were siren archetype because you're southern? Yes, because it took me a while to kind of even relax in my sexuality and kind of take full and full control of who I am as a Mm -hmm. sexual being. Um, because a lot of times they teach young girls that you're not a sexual being, that, you know, you don't talk about sex, you don't do sex, you don't whatever, whatever. It's something that's done to you. But that's not the case. Yeah. Sex mm-hmm. is done to you. It's something that you decide to share with someone. Um, and it took me until mm-hmm. I was an adult to really own that for myself. Um, and now that I am an adult, I can definitely see that I am a siren. And I because I've tapped into that. Yeah. yeah. So for I need those- to go find out my archetype. I'm in, please let us know. 
I'm gonna send you the um. Yeah, I'm gonna know mine is. too. It's long as heck, but I'm gonna send it to y'all. Okay. Okay, so listeners, if you want to know how to tap into your feminine energy or ways to raise your feminine power, you have to get out of your head and connect with your feelings. So a lot of people think that feelings and emotions are bad because we're taught that you shouldn't be emotional, but that's a bunch of BS because masculine energy leads with logic and reasoning and things like that. But Mm. sometimes you need a softer person to connect with emotion and empathy so tap into that sure. if you are feminine energy and that's okay because you need someone to be able to appeal to that side you don't always need to come in with logic and reasoning okay mm-hmm. the second way is to be receptive i for one am guilty of a no i got it i can do it myself i'm not doing that no more if you want to do it for me absolutely you know what? thank you so much i really appreciate you doing okay this I'm I'm so grateful that you're here to to do this for me. Be receptive, okay? We know that you can do it yourself. Side note, I can't stand these women that be like, I don't need a man to open a door for me. I can do it myself. Okay, girl, relax. We all can. <laughs> we we all can. So let's just relax, okay? So another way to raise your feminine power is to be present in the moment. Literally, listening to a person with masculine energy is probably one of the best things that you can do for them because oftentimes they're not heard, especially if they're around other masculine presenting people. They're not heard. So be in the be in the moment. Listen. Give your attention. Maybe some flirty eyes. Don't try to figure out what the next move is. Don't try to do. You just need to be. Okay. All right. She give me all the glory hard recipe, y'all. Y'all better <laughs> I mean, do it. Really, okay. this is it. It's not the prayer prayer, but yes. it's the glory recipe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the next one we're is trying to help, we're trying to help y'all get chose. Okay. Period. Twenty twenty one. Okay. I'm I'm gonna be the fine auntie, but I ain't gonna be the single fine auntie. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. So the okay. last one is to take care of yourself. Okay. Make Mm -hmm. sure that you are taking care of yourself, whether that be getting your nails done, making sure that you have some type of skin routine, making sure that your clothes are presentable and nice because masculine presenting people are visual. Okay. So not to, and this is not by any means to, to come off as materialistic or superficial, but the name of the game is masculine people are visual. So if you want to attract a masculine person, take care of yourself. Get your nails done. Make sure you're not crusty. It's winter out here. Make sure your skin not dry. Make sure you smell good. All of those mm-hmm. things. Take care of yourself. When you someone can tell that you're taking care of yourself, they'll be more attracted to you. So that's all I got. And remember to just be. Okay? That's all I got. Wait, I'll show yeah. you. So this, so this, has me, this has me with another question, Aria. So okay. do people with feminine energies like can they seek out another feminine energy or are they looking for masculine energy that's do you need those two great, to be together? that's a great question and i personally do yeah. not know i personally hmm, do not know. I, I'm like, I mean i, I yeah. think when you think about like you know gender fluidity and and sort of you know masculine and feminine energy i, I think there is certain aspects where i think people are uh attracted to the same masculine energy or the same feminine energy or that sort of thing, in my opinion, because I feel like I've been in those situations with with guys. Um, and, and it's actually funny, Iria, because I think back to high school and just sharing like <laughs> so my prom date was a girl uh, and she had a masculine energy. She was definitely the man in the situation. <laughs> like. But okay, into, into that but I think play. you can't it. But that was, be, but we also, but we were also very much like we like we really liked each other. I know we were friends, but I think we had like something going. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. And you know what? I think that experience is perception because mm-hmm. I personally feel like now that I think about it, I think. I think that feminine energy will always attract masculine energy and masculine energy will attract feminine energy. And that's why I said they're not synonymous with sex, sexual sexual orientation, gender, none of that. Because even in my, in my experience, I was dating someone and 
she had more feminine energy. And when I was with her, I had more masculine energy. But I was with somebody else and she had more masculine energy. And that allowed me energy. And vice, even with men, like. But no, because Michael, you're saying that. Because Mike, that's what I'm saying, Aria. Because like I, I, I think this energy you talk. I don't want it to conflate with like sexual orientation, like and you said, or like even even presentation. Yeah. Because Michael, you're saying that your prom date had the masculine energy, but you're definitely a masculine energy person. You are a doer. You're not a be. You don't just be. You for sure are the yeah, doer. But- in a relationship. And, and I feel like to your first show. question, Vinny, that, was in charge, that, that femininity and um, that energy can flow. I guarantee, Michael, if you think back on it, since she had such strong masculine energy, your energy might have shifted. He was he was batting his eyelashes that night. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Your energy might have you might you might have been a little bit more chill. You might have been a little mm-hmm. bit more like you know whatever you want. It's I'm just here mm-hmm. to have a good time, and maybe mm-hmm. not. But I, I really think that it was that way. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna think Why back on certain situations. <laughs> this was a really good segment. This was a really good segment, and I think we should definitely start talking more about energies. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's we a, definitely that's a good topic. can because area today yeah. is very metaphysical. So. We can talk about it. Um, LCD listeners, y'all let us know in our Instagram or on our email, um, which I want to hear. If y'all want to hear about more metaphysicals and energies and crystals and stuff, I'm into it. So we can talk about it. To that point, please go follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Daily. Go to our website, letstalkdaily.com and check us out on email info at letstalkdaily.com. And that's where you can ask us questions, drop area a question in her uh, inbox, all that sort of thing. Vinny, send him some music. Um, tell me what's going on, the heat that's going on in the culture right now, what you want us to talk about. We really, really want this to be a podcast that is driven by you in 2021. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, we have a community service initiative that just launched. Um, Vinny, I don't, I don't know if you want to briefly talk about that before we go. Well, as part of um, Martin Luther King Day, LTD will be having a day of service here on the West Coast, passing out some supply bags to those in need around in LA. We were taking some donations from some listeners and friends and family. Thank you to all who donated. And if you didn't, you know, there will be many opportunities in the future for you to team up with LTD and do some Let's Talk community work, okay? Yes. Hey. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye. Love y'all.